TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Listen. Look at this. Go on, same. Most people do. on the outside hey what's up and welcome back to smaller on the outside or as i would like to call it sotocast the first the best and the only doctor who podcast that you just can't miss my name is dave i'll be the time lord with you this evening and with me as always is andy who is the companion yes today is the 10th episode of the ninth series of doctor who now, initially, I thought this was going to be a single-parter episode, because that's what <laughs> pretty much everything online says, or at least points to, um, because the next two episodes make sense as two-parters, but, um, and I also have the parentheses one and parentheses two, but this one didn't have anything, but apparently... I have, I, I have a feeling this will be updated in the future. It could possibly be updated, but, uh, but apparently... We probably have a three-parter on our hands. This yes. being the first part. A su- surprise three-parter. A surprise, hey, um, pretty good episode for, uh, for y'all. Before we got started, let's talk about some announcements. So, uh, apparently I was just informed that the AMC app on your phone Android device. I don't know if it's on Apple, but on your Android device, you can get the AMC app. You know, on AMC, they have The Walking Dead, they have Breaking Bad. Uh, they have movie theaters. Oh wait, is it the same company? <laughs> there's AMC Entertainment, and then there's AMC. So I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, but there should be a lawsuit there. But their app, for some <laughs> reason or other, actually has the most recent. Most current episodes of Doctor Who available if you have if you are subscribed to AMC with your current cable provider. I'm guessing they probably air like reruns of Doctor Who, like maybe it airs on BBC America first, and then maybe later on AMC. Well, maybe, or but it's all, all it's always current. So, well, I know. I'm just saying, like maybe like a few hours later. Uh, what would be the point of that? I've seen that happen on other shows, too. I've seen, like, a show show up on uh, NBC first, and then, like, a couple hours later on TBS or something. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about the episode. The episode was called Face the Raven, and the phrase here is talking about Face the Raven. you got to face uh, the judge, face the your death, face whatever, you know? Um, I guess that's what it means. And I guess that is actually... Um, similar to Edgar Allan Poe because of death and blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. not, I, I don't really remember the Raven story, but, uh, we'll just go with it. Um, it actually reminds me, because once again, Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams, blah, 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 uh, in Game of Thrones, they had a thing about ravens and premonitions and stuff like that, too. Everything is always somehow connected. And there's this big event that happens in this episode, but we'll get to that uh, later. <laughs> I don't know if... I, I have a thing that I m- might want to say, but I might want to hold off until next episode. Uh, uh, should we do a spoilery section or no for that? I don't know. What are you referring to? It's It's something about the interview that I saw after the Dark Water Death in Heaven presentation at the theaters. I don't know if I want to wait until next week to talk about it or, or, or put it like in a spoilery section or what. Well, we can have a spoilery section if we want. I don't think it'll make too much of a difference, but... So stay tuned. We got some... Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do we'll do something at the end for that. We We have some great stuff that nobody else knows, apparently. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say that exactly. Oh, no, no. Anyways, this episode starts off with Clara and the Doctor running back into the TARDIS after some unknown adventure that they just had. It doesn't matter. But what's going on is they go into the TARDIS and they get a phone call. A TARDIS phone call from Danny Pink Jr. <laughs> oh, I was confused there for a second. Is it Danny Pink Jr.? Because <laughs> uh, he just reminds me of Danny Pink. He's just 
No, don't you remember him from the last season? Not really. He was the one in the, uh, I don't remember what the episode was called, like Flatline. He was in Flatline? Um, I think that's what it was called. Where um, the 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 dead people were turning into right, like right, flat paintings on the wall, and then those turned into aliens. Sure. So it's that guy. His name's Rigsby. Yeah. Or Rigby. Rigsby. Or Rigsby. Eleanor. Okay. Um, he calls her because she apparently gave him the emergency number uh, for the TARDIS without the doctor's permission, of course. <laughs> uh, and he's freaking out. He's freaking out because there is a tattoo on the back of his neck that he didn't say could be put on there. He doesn't remember getting it put on there. But the weird thing about it is it's just a string of numbers and it's counting down. It's basically it's it's, it's a tat it's a tattoo. That's it, just counting down numbers and obviously that warrants an episode of Doctor Who. Uh, this is written by Sarah Dollard. Who is Sarah Dollard? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar at no, all. No, it does not. Stephen Moffat, it's just his pen name. Sarah Dollard. Uh, Sarah Dollard. Let's see if she's written anything else. Nope. Oh, so this is her introductory episode. And you know what? It's a pretty good introductory episode for somebody. Yeah. So... She, she's she's written other for uh, other shows. Uh, she's written for You, Me, and the Apocalypse, which is another show we're watching right now. Uh, um, I ha- I I'm way behind on that one. <laughs> I've watched like Seriously? two episodes. It's, it's very good. It's getting very. I good. I watched like two, maybe three episodes. I don't know how many I watched. Catch up. It's good. Mustard. All right, here we go. <laughs> Catch up between before we do our special episode. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so we start off after the main intro there. And well, I guess uh, Clara and the Doctor go over to see uh, Rigsby's house. He's got he's got a little kid. You know, it's cute. Now we're kind of sad because we learn that the tattoo means what we obviously could figure out is it's just it's a death clock. Um, yeah. I don't think any of us were, were thinking it was anything else other than that. Right. Um, it's a time bomb. It, it's whatever. The guy's going to die, and we have to figure out why. How did it happen? Um, and somehow the doctor connects that to maps, but how does he do that? He uh, What? What's he do? He he scans. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. He scans. <laughs> I, the... I, I, I didn't follow that that thread at all yeah. i was confused he scans the guy's body finds out that it's mostly healthy and it's 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 good and it's weird so and he can't really figure that out he's he says that it's obvious that he's been in contact with aliens that made him forget uh which made me think of the silence that's not the case <laughs> But let's see, so it's the aliens and that's how he knows that he's gonna die so they go to a library into the map room because I don't know. They just do. <laughs> he must, he must, um, the doctor must re- recognize that kind of, that, that countdown clock thing. Well, that's, and he must rec- uh, that's recognize, the, uh, well, I, impression he, he I clearly got. does recognize it, but, uh, he must know, like, who, what kind of enemy, what kind of aliens created that sort of thing. Sure. And so that that whole missing street idea must come from yeah, that. That's kind of the impression I got, especially after he met up with uh, Maisie Williams later on. They go to the map room, and Clara just comes up with her random factoid that she apparently just knows. I guess because she's a teacher, I guess. I don't know. Map makers, when they started making maps, they would create a trap road or something like that. I thought that was kind of a cool fact, too. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a trap street. Uh, trap street, yeah. Uh, a street that doesn't actually exist, but they created it to kind of make a signature, name it after their kids or, or themselves or something, so that if anybody copied their work, they would know. So what I'm confused on this idea, first, I know this is a little off topic, but... How do you do that without people noticing right away? Because <laughs> do you just like rename rename an existing street? I think or... you rename it uh, for the most part. But because even otherwise, if, not... if you created a, a line through somebody's house or through a store or something, I think people would un- would uh, catch that. 
unless it's like at the outskirts of town I would or something think where it, it doesn't would, actually wouldn't it be around a town i think it would be an open area where normally yeah it would yeah. have to be like in a field or a something. field or something but i yeah i think maybe that's the point it's in a field or something and anybody looking at the map just wouldn't care because they would never go around that um right. all the main yeah that i guess i could see but this in this show the street was supposed to be like in the middle of town i guess uh this moves on to probably my favorite uh aspect of the sonic shades clara on her belly sticks her head out the tardis <laughs> while it's flying over the city and she's using the specs to scan the city to look for this trap street because uh, that's their only clue to go by um, it actually reminded me, since you don't know too much about Harry Potter, there is a sort of a trap street, um, that it's just there. It's just that normal people can't see it. I am disappointed that the doctor did not mention a perception filter, because almost certainly that's what's being, what's, oh, that's what's happening yeah. here, right? perception filter. Yep. The perception filter has to be blocking the entrance to the street. That's what it is, I'm sure. But for some reason, they didn't mention that. That would have been perfect, because they haven't mentioned that in a, ever since Tenet, as far as I can remember. Well, so. well, um, no, Matt Smith. I don't know, maybe, maybe there's some Matt, Matt Smith Matt Smith stuff, was, but... uh, it was this, the thing in the wall. <laughs> Amy's hole in the wall. She, and he mentioned a perception yes. filter on that? And not okay. only that, but there was also a perception filter because she didn't know there was an extra room. But there was also the one with Craig. Right. Craig had him. Uh, oh yeah, the upstairs. upstairs. Okay, yeah. So so Matt Smith had a few, but it, it's been it's it's been a few years since we've last heard that phrase. So this so. is cl- yeah, I'm you're right. You're right. This is a this perception filter. Clearly, it just nobody actually mentioned it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Clara almost falls out. She's laughing because she's crazy. <laughs> Now did she did she uh possibly lose the glasses nope, at all? She here? didn't. I was waiting Dang. for her to drop the glasses, but uh Yeah, that would have been that would have been it perfect. It did not happen. I don't, really, I don't remember what were they used at all later in the episode? I can't recall. There was a point where they should have been used uh to unlock a key, for example. Yes, I I was but, thinking uh, that myself. <laughs> but no. Um <laughs> anyways, so, they don't exactly find the Trap Street, not right offhand. There's a few different places that are a little sketchy in, in what Clara was looking at. Um, so, there's three possible places where it could be, and they all split up. And the way, um, I guess, they plan to find the Trap Street is once you're walking, you're counting your steps, you're looking for specific things, and you get confused. Uh, while while walking, I think the I, I think the idea was that like you you keep counting when you pass the street, but because the perception filter, you forgot that you were counting. Yeah, and so you lose count of where you were. Tell you what, I must have a perception filter in the kitchen at all times. <laughs> I walk in the kitchen, I forget why I walked in there. That's a perception Usually, filter. Well, I do I do that too, but then I just figure, okay, I guess I must be looking for snacks, so I grab some snacks. And then you start eating, and you're like, <laughs> that can't be it. Oh well. <laughs> no, I was thirsty. That's right. Uh, anyways, so they all head out to the different places, and it's actually it's Claire who finds uh, the there's about spot. It's it's not exact, so they all kind of need to be together to find it. And it's kind of confusing to me because Rigsby has this has some memories leaking through. I think. However, at this point, the doctor tells Clara to go back to the TARDIS and get his most annoying stuff. I don't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like to to dis- be, be a distraction of some kind so that they could focus only on on uh, finding the street instead of everything else that was going on around uh, I guess that makes sense, but I don't remember them actually using it. No, because when she was going to get the most annoying stuff, which we should look, go back and see what, what that stuff was. It's but, like a um, trumpet. <laughs> yeah, there was... <laughs> anyway, she finds um, Riggsy's phone, which is done uh, reconstructing missing data or something. Yep. And from there, she finds that he had a phone call around the time that he's, that 
this thing happened. Yep. And he starts getting some flashes and sees some like werewolf looking people. Um look like Wolverine. It looked like Wolverine. I don't know what was <laughs> happening. But he saw like them attacking some woman in a field, I think, or in the middle of an alley. Street, it yeah. turns out they were like right there. It was just right around the corner. Um and then their perception opened up, right? So they could see this hidden alley behind these two buildings. Right. Once they knew where to look. They couldn't look away. Um Yeah, like um I think before they said like the perception filter makes it so that you don't look in the right direction. I mean, it's 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 not like it actually changes it just, what you yeah. see. It's just that it makes it so that you don't actually look at it, right? Yeah. It's, but once yeah. you actually know where to look, you can see it. It's kind of like those fake three D uh, paintings where it's actually two D, but it looks three D. If you look at it just the right way, it looks weird because it's perception. Okay. It's all perception. <laughs> So they all see the aisle or whatever alleyway, and they walk down it and are confronted by some weird people. Uh, Sabretooth. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sabretooth. Yeah, I'd say it's closer to Sabretooth than Wolverine. Yeah, and some fish face guy. They were uh, Oods and oh, Cybermen. Oh, yeah, there was like, pretty much every villain that we've seen before. Um, uh, there was a, yeah, there was a, it looked like Strax, it, so it, it was, was one a, of those guys, another, what, right? What, what's he called? I don't remember what they're called. I don't even, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much we saw like every villain, including wasn't one of them the one from the first episode with Maisie Williams? Uh, well, it could have been that, but I then again in that episode, I was con- I I started confusing those villains with the uh, you know the space police, the Rhino guys. Yeah. I, it kind of looked like that as well, so I don't know which one it was. So once again, there's a perception filter in this town that makes everybody look normal. But because we're seeing glimpses, we know that they're actually, like, alien villains. Um, yeah. Now, I do believe Maisie Williams said something about there being something in the air that stops you from seeing who they really are. This is actually when Maisie Williams comes, shows back up. Um, and she's... I don't know what she is now. <laughs> she's just... She's Mayor Me. She's Mayor Me. She's still being called Me. Um, she doesn't like a shooter. But that's the only time she's called me in the entire episode. They, they call her me a couple times. The rest, the rest of the rest of the episode, they call her a shielder. Okay, so yeah, okay. The other species that were in the beginning there, mm-hmm. uh, Jadun, which is the one I was telling you about, the Rhino Police, yep. uh, Santaran, Cybermen, Ood, Silurian, and Ice Warriors. Oh, there was an Ice Warrior in there too, huh? Yeah, I didn't notice that one. They were all over yeah. the place, though. It was like walking into a Star Wars bar, which we've a bit we, yeah <laughs> we have done that before in the uh, the show with, too. So uh, this is like something like that. Um, the last time, yeah, there is actually there is actually a Star Wars type of bar in the show. Uh, like that's where Captain Jack went, right? Well, there's Captain Jack. Uh, um, but I was earlier. I think what was it? It was this season, right? With the snake face guy who was going through bars with a bunch of aliens. Oh, yeah, I think that might have actually been the same and bar. And then uh, when it was Matt Smith, it was the uh, Long Song had a bunch of different aliens in it. Oh, yeah, that that, that, that whole star system had a whole lot of different species. So in every it. now and then we are introduced to specific scenarios and settings where all these different aliens commingle um, and everything, so... Yep, that's where we are, uh, but the main reason we're there is we're trying to figure out why Rigsby here is sentenced to die, um, and somebody... Right, cause, because when you leave that area, your memory gets wiped. Which does not help at all. <laughs> because how are you supposed to know you're supposed to say goodbye to people? You don't. Right. Uh, but they're there to ask her to, for some clarification... Um, and she basically says, come with me if you want to live. Um, but the people that are surrounding them kind of whisper to themselves, murderer. So for some reason, they believe Rigsby (laughs) is a cold hearted killer, but we don't know why. And we know he's just an innocent guy. He can't be a killer or can he? So for now, she promises that even though... 
Rigsby is sentenced to Rigsy. Rigsy? There's no B. Rigsy. <laughs> no B. Okay. Rigsy is sentenced to die. She does promise the doctor that no harm will be come to Clara. And she promises. She promises that Clara will not come to any harm. Which is great. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, she then reveals that she has these tattoos on her neck. And then Doctor goes, You! Is there a reason why he did that? <laughs> he knows that she's the one behind well, it. Well, I, I guess. But I, when he said... Wow! When he said that, it made me think that <laughs> was there a different creature in the classic which had these tattoos who he knew about? Uh, no, I, that doesn't. It's, this doesn't seem familiar to me at all. No, she has really like gone far in this uh, this series. I'm tell you what, she's like, I don't know. She's always floating between: uh, is she good? Is she bad? It's like. She is technically the official main enemy of this episode. Uh, she is officially? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just know that it's it's like when I was watching Smallville. It's like Lionel Luther. Is he good? Is he bad? We never know. Um, right. She flips and, back and, and forth. And that happened with that happened with Lex, too. Right. It, you just never know. You never know if they're a good person, if they're a bad person, and what their intentions are doesn't matter. Um, it's only like what... That means you have a good villain. You have a good villain, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was very interesting. If, if, you, if you if you find yourself agreeing with the villain, sometimes that means you have a good villain. <laughs> yeah. So she's got these shadowy uh, marks on her on her neck that are like tattoos, except they move as well. It's not a countdown clock; it's just a squiggly little thing. But the doctor recognizes it apparently. He recognizes it, and he even says what it is, which is basically. It just kills people, I guess. It just, but we guess we. It it was like a it was like a um, well it, later on they called it a a contract, right? Uh, wasn't it a chrono something? It was like a. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I don't remember exactly. I can't find a, a name for it exactly, but but essentially it's a contract saying you know that that you entered with a shielder to be killed it's her signature After so it's so her time. signature on her neck or it's maybe theirs I don't basically know. yeah yeah that's a, that's a good that's a good uh, way of saying okay it. so there's a contract in the air and it's you know all up to her okay so everybody wants rigsy dead she lights up the bricks on the ground i don't really know why i don't I don't think i ever figured that one out they they were like uh i think that those bricks were holding them in the same place Oh, okay, so she unleashed them, let them walk around. Gotcha. Yeah. So they walk around town. Everybody wants Rigsy dead. Um, but she's like, stay close to me. We'll keep going, blah, 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 blah. Everybody wants Rigsy dead, but um, she also said that that um, she makes sure that n there's actually no violence in right. her street. There's no violence. So, when people have so even violence though everybody wants, wants Rigsy dead, they're not actually doing anything about it. Yeah. So they say, stay close to me, and then we find this woman who's just apparently dead. That's what we're supposed to believe. She's dead. Um, it's the woman that Riggsy saw in his flashbacks, and she's being held up by this laser chamber thingamajig. And I guess, I don't know why she's being held there. I, is it to show everybody what he did? I think they said, that, I think she said that they were uh, holding her there until uh, she could be shipped home. Shipped home. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was also showing Rigsy what he apparently supposedly did. Now, this person in this laser chamber has two faces, one facing forward, one facing back, and that just signifies that they can see in the future and the past. That that sort of uh, reminded me of uh, Matt Smith's second episode on that on that uh, spaceship that was the spaceship of of uh, London, you know? Okay. And they had those ha like a happy face on one side and a mad face on the other. Yeah, drama. Comedy drama. <laughs> yeah, but you remember that episode? Not really. Oh. So there's something they were saying. I think that the females can see the past and future, but because right. they have a... Uh, supposedly she had a son, and he just has the two faces, but is just a freak of nature, apparently, because he can't see anything special. Or that's... 
that's what you're supposed to believe anyways. Well, they, I think they said, yeah, the females can have the power and the males don't. That's silly. Anyways, there's 41 minutes left. Oh, man, which means it's the whole of it's It's real time. Actually, no, it... It's not. Yeah. I was hoping they would do something like that. It would be, be nice cool, if it no. was real time, but obviously they had to get through quite a bit. So, um, This is when we actually watch what happens when the timer runs out because somebody else also is put into contract with a shielder. The timer runs out and sh- her neck, her neck tattoo releases in a smoky thing and goes into a bird which turns into smoke too. And just goes Why after they him. just kill the bird? Why they just kill the bird, <laughs> which is made out of smoke? That seems logical. The basic idea is you can't outrun death. Um, you can try all you want, and apparently that's just what everybody does. It's just everybody's alone in the end, and they always run. Is this metaphorical? It's metaphorical. <laughs> uh, but the guy, the older guy runs, and the bird just kills him. He just runs right into the body of the bird and then he himself just collapses at in death. So that's the idea of what's going on. So Riggsy is apparently in this contract with you know, a Shilda who decides who lives and who dies apparently nowadays. And now we're all freaking out. But we also learn that you can transfer who lives and who dies, or who, you can transfer the tattoo. Basically, that's that's what as long as both parties agree to it. As, as long as both parties agree to it, very very true. Um, now I don't know if they said it in the show or not, but I'm thinking that Claire's reasoning for taking the tattoo in the scene is because a shield is a uh, promise, no harm would come to her. No, she did say that. Yeah, she did she mention did say that. that. Yeah. Um, so Ashilda promised her she would be safe, so it was her logical thinking to take the tattoo from him and therefore kind of cancel each other out. But the right. one thing that you, it was saying... That we didn't know at this point is that that changes the contract. It does change the contract, and uh, so you, now you can transfer all you want, but uh, there's no completely... Yeah. Like, somebody's got to go. That's the idea. So now a Shielder's signature is basically no longer on the contract. Right. So she has no say in the matter. She can't do anything at this point. But we don't know that till later. Which, I mean, the guy earlier that, that told Clara about this said that um, you, can, you, can transfer the, you can transfer it, but you can't outrun death. True. Right? Yes, but here's the thing. And the entire series... Clara has been tempting fate just because, I don't know, she just, she's attracted to the drama. No, she's attracted to the danger. This season, yeah, they kind of touched on it earlier. Yeah. The doctor is saying there's there's only a, enough room for one of me the doctor, here. You know? Right, and then when <laughs> she was hanging outside the TARDIS and just loving it and just having a ball. Um, that, was, that was a great scene. <laughs> and then Riggsy just kind of made a note that she's kind of crazy. And then the doctor said, "I know it's a, it's a growing problem." Um, yeah. No, it's it's been something they've been mentioning here and there throughout the season, I think, and I think it touches base probably the most in this episode. So she takes the tattoo from him, and we move on. The doctor goes around asking people uh, questions, trying to prove Riggsy's innocence, and one of them says that was it Riggsy or the woman who died was calling out for the doctor. Or supposedly mm-hmm. calling out for the doctor. Remember, he was talking to that one bystander who said something about the doctor. They were questioning people, and it was the it was the um, the daughter or or supposed son, but actual daughter of the uh, dead woman, right? Right. And she said, like, because she could see the past mm-hmm. of what was happening, and and she saw that the doctor was mentioned, didn't she? She either saw that the doctor was mentioned, or she saw the future and saw the doctor was going to be there. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, the yeah. doctor figured out that this whole thing was 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 uh, created just to get the doctor there. Well, it always is, and that which makes him even more worried about Ashilda and her end game, her her agenda. Yeah. 
so he goes to meet with the quote-unquote son, but actual daughter, who's been playing a son this whole time to stay out of the shadows. He needs some answers. He needs to know what a shield is up to and how to stop her if she needs to be stopped. She's absolutely no help at all. <laughs> she tries, and she says basically it's cloudy. She can't really help him out. I don't really remember exactly what she said, but I don't think it's super that important. Um, but they go to to see the mother, who is supposedly dead in that green laser chamber, and the doctor sees a medical chart that kind of proves contrary, that she's actually alive. He didn't see this too medical bad, chart before. Too bad he didn't see this the first yeah, time. I was say that. <laughs> uh, it's like this... It's huge. It's right... You Maybe it was covered it. up. You can't miss it. It's right there. It's 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 lights. It's colors. Maybe it was covered up the first time. Sure. <laughs> and right next to it is a keyhole, which the doctor knows is how to release the mother because he knows this is all a game. It's all a trap. It's a trap street. He knows... He has to unlock it, but instead of using his specs, his sonic specs, he actually takes Or screwdriver! He's, he's like, <laughs> I know that she wants me to use this key, talking about the TARDIS key, to unlock it. And then she's like, you're not going to do that, right? Yes, I am! <laughs> he just, he, he, he wastes no second. He, he knows that the girl needs her mother, so he, he releases her, and in doing so, loses his TARDIS key and gets a transportation bracelet stuck to his wrist. Yeah. And then a shielder comes out. And then a shielder comes out and says, Ma ha ha, I didn't <laughs> want the TARDIS. I, I don't know what she wanted. What did she want? She wanted the doctor's confession uh, thing. The confession thing. Well, he, well, he gave her a will and testament, right? Yeah, that's what that's what it's called, the confession. Uh it's like the confession ring or confession I don't remember what it was called exactly. This was talked about in a previous episode, wasn't it? The first one. The first one. Confession dial. The confession dial. Um and right when she said this, I had immediately had a theory of why. I think it's like the doctor's name? No, okay, so do you, if you remember the confession dial in the first episode of this season, Missy had it. Uh, Missy had it uh, when she met with Clara, and um, and basically what it is is if the doctor dies, then it opens up and mm. I don't know if it I don't it, it's a will and apparently a confession of some kind, but anyway, because. Missy had it in the beginning of the season, and we don't know what happened to Missy. I am fairly certain that Missy is the one that actually uh, orchestrated this whole thing. That's She's the one that got a shielder to to trap the Doctor. She's uh, possibly Missy and the Daleks uh, are the ones that are uh, teleporting the Doctor. All right, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, yep. So anyways, once she got the uh, will and testament, she said, okay, now I'm going to, I know that the guy's innocent. I'm going to let him go. Uh, show me your tattoo. I'll, I'll get rid of it. And then Clara's like, oh, yeah, well, look at here. She turns around. She's got the tattoo. And she's like, now take it off me. And then, uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, like we said before, it's a contract. And when... Uh, she took the tattoo away from Riggsy and put it on herself. It was like switching from one carrier to the next. There mm -hmm. is no more contract from the last one. And it's all on Clara, and she's kind of stuck at this point. And there's yep. nothing that Can't cheat death can do. Can't cheat death. Can't cheat death. She's screwed. And she looks at the doctor. She says, what can you do? Because you always say, people, that's what you do. And he looks at her and he says, no. But you can, pointing over to a shielder. You will you will save her or I will rain. The doctor gets angry. I will rain hell upon you for the rest of your life. And she's like, no, you won't. 
the doctor's like, what? No, do you even know who I am? You've read the stories. Is there anything that I can't or I haven't done that I said I will? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, long story short, a shielder still can't save Clara. And Actually, one one thing I thought that was cool that was mentioned is a shielder said she she knew the stories of the doctor, and he said, the doctor's not here right now. He did say that. You know? Yeah, so basically, he, he, he was about ready to throw out his idea of the doctor saving people, and he, he was just angry right. about and what the, was happening. It's not good when the doctor's angry. It's not good when the doctor's alone and... You remember you remember uh, David Tennant when ta- David Tennant traveled alone for a while? Yeah. And he ended up uh, trying to change history and the laws of time will obey me, that sort of thing. And, and things got pretty bad when, when he started uh, traveling alone. Right. But there's nothing anybody can do at this point. Like, Claire is about to die. And she's she's begging the doctor. She says, you know what, this is my time. Um, you are not good alone. You are not good angry. So please just be the doctor. Keep fighting. Um, blah, 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 blah. And she's got to be like everybody else and follow a metaphor and do it alone. Which she does. She just walks out in slow motion uh, out of okay, that Okay, hold on. Couldn't she have... Um... Oh, wait, no, they said she couldn't have given it back, right? Right. I was going to say, couldn't she just give it back to Riggsy and then just let him die? <laughs> can't. Right, they said they can't. You can, I think you can move it once or something. I don't know. Uh, um, but she walks out slow motion into the outside where the raven, she's facing the raven. Oh. And see, right here, right up until this point, I thought there's still a chance of her to live. I thought maybe... I thought maybe her facing the raven was going to actually change what happened in this situation. Because everybody else ran. ran. She actually faced it. I thought maybe, okay, maybe because she's going to face it, she's going to destroy it. You know? Right. And nope. Nope, nope. The raven (laughs) just enters her, and she blows out smoke like the other person, and she's dead. Bye-bye, Clara. So sad. All right. So, I wasn't expecting it, at least not in this episode. <laughs> you right. know. And did you did you know she was leaving this season? I did. I knew she was leaving the season. I think before the season started. So yeah, I, I read it right before the season started. Right, right. It was like the week of, and it was right after I watched the that um the thing of theater. Now I was going to guess that she wasn't going to die. I was going to guess that she was going to leave on her own volition because she was going a little crazy with the doctor. That she, oh, I didn't think she was going to leave on her own, but I thought there was a good chance that the doctor was going to kick her out. Because no, of that. I think she was going to leave on her own because she's going to realize herself that she it's no good for her anymore. And then she was going to go into the, the classroom or whatever the next Doctor Who spinoff show is going to be. I didn't think it was going to be Clara because she's off. Uh, the actress said that she's going to be doing other things now. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, but <laughs> she's gone, um, which could possibly mean something really bad for the doctor. Springer's back brings me back to um, uh, the 50th anniversary where we first saw Peter Capaldi's eyes as the doctor. Do you think that has already happened, or is that going to happen yet? Uh, well, see, I think that's going to be one of those things that it kind of happened in between episodes that we never saw, that sort of thing. You think so? I'm thinking so, but you never know. I don't know. I, I feel like when we saw him, he was, like, angry, but that was True. just his eyes. His eyes looked angry anyways. Yeah, uh, and I feel like after this point, he's mad. Okay, He's now here's something mad. I wanna I wanna discuss here. Um, let's let's assume this is the last we see of Clara. There's I, I think there's a there's there's a chance we may see more, but let's assume this is the the last. I think there's a chance we could see more too. Yeah, let's we, assume this yeah. is the last. Because technically speaking, um, before the show starts, you have a contract of so many episodes. Either either yeah. way, she's done um, this season. 
from what I've heard, because I don't, I don't, li- I don't look up Doctor Who news. Maybe, maybe you've seen different than me. But from what I've heard, there has not been a new companion announced. I've not seen anything. That's why I was wondering about Maisie Williams. But I don't think so anymore. She's just, <laughs> I don't, no, I don't, she's I don't evil, think so at this and point. The doctor hates her. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, I was thinking that too. And by the way, the reason I was thinking that is because of some of the things that um, that they said in the in the interview uh, with uh, Will Wheaton and in the thing that I saw because they were talking about Maisie Williams and they were talking about her like she was a new companion or something. Oh. But, but I, I'm pretty sure they're just talking about because she was in a lot of episodes. I wasn't was expecting her again misleading. after that two-parter. I was. Were you? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So I've I've heard I've I have uh, talked to people at work and they said they haven't heard anybody c- announced for a new companion, which is surprising to me. At this point, usually this this early on, um, I mean when 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 somebody's about to leave, you usually know who the new now, companion is. Now that's when be. yeah, that's when I'm considering Rigsy. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but what I do think is I do think it's going to be somebody we already know. Maybe. I don't know who, but I think it could be somebody we already know. Hmm. Missy. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be. I mean, he did He did offer the master to come travel with him at one point, so. Sure. Well, I don't know. That could happen. But I think we might be having a doctor without a companion for a while just to see firsthand uh, how that works. I, like I could see that, too. For, uh, a lot longer than any of the other doctors has shown us before. I think... Um, it could go that route. I don't yeah. know how well it would go. I think it would feel more like a one-man show if that was to happen. I yeah, think I don't think it's a great idea. It, it, it It's a formula, and the Doctor Who only works with a formula where he's got a companion or more um, on his side. So I'm not sure. Um, but at the end of the episode here... He says, listen, I'm going to try my best. Honestly, I am, but you've got to stay away from me uh, because you don't want me around. Um, Basically, if if you are my enemy, this can become a very small universe. That's what he said. Cause, yeah, because he's got some experience in that uh, area before. You know, when you're uh, his true enemy, there is nowhere you can run. Um, yeah. So anyways, he gets transported ported away with his transportation device we don't know where and that's when the episode ends with a to be continued which was completely surprising because now we're now we really are talking about a three-parter well as soon as as soon as she mentioned the confession dial i was pretty certain it was going to end in a to be to be continued honestly because i thought it was going to end up with uh missy i thought maybe missy was going to show up at the end of the episode but i thought it was going to lead into the finale I don't, know. I don't know anything about the finale, but that—that's. I was assuming Missy was going to be part of the finale, and so when I heard that, that's that's what I thought of. Now his his bracelet is dropped off at the end uh, without him. He's without his TARDIS, wherever he is. She, uh, me, uh, has got his actual TARDIS key. So I don't know what it's going to do. I honestly don't. All he yeah. has on him is some sonic specs. True. And that is literal. that's literally it. That's all he has with him. He doesn't even have a companion no more. Unless you count Rigsby, who was left behind. I don't think I don't think Rigsby I don't think Rigsby is companion material. Well, I don't know. He I feel like he's Danny Pink all over again. No, he's not as bad. I don't know. Um, he's just not interesting enough to me. Right. And that was the end of the episode. And you know, watching it while watching it, I was just thinking throughout the episode, it was it couldn't be a one parter. It couldn't be because it was just too good. And if mm-hmm. it was too good, you can't just build all that up and just end it because all that good is wasted and blah 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 blah. So, yeah. So obviously it is. It's a, it's a three-parter. Yeah. Have you seen the title to the? I haven't, but have you seen? Yes, the I one? have. I saw and the you, title. Do for you the, want to mention it or no? I saw the title for the next two. Um, they make sense together. 
Um, but because of, I, I, I want to, I honestly don't know, but I'm going to say it's spoilery. Okay. So don't mention them then. Yeah. Have you seen them? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just say that it's most likely a spoiler. Um, it doesn't mention anything like, uh, villains or anything like that. But Did you it, watch the teaser at all? No. It no? does have a familiar title. Okay. I will say that. It's a familiar title. So that's that's all I can really say about that. Hmm. So all two right. more episodes before the season's uh, done. Um, aren't you excited? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, so that was the episode. I uh, don't know what's going to happen now. Uh, all we have is a couple episodes, like we said before. Uh, do you have anything else to add about the episode itself? No, but I do have that uh, spoiler section that so, I want to mention. I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily a spoiler, but it could be. Okay, so everybody listening, this is a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Should, should we sign off first and then do that? No. Because what's going to happen is, after we talk about this, we're just going to sign off. So, uh, just imagine we signed off, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, so now if you if you don't want to hear... I don't think this is going to be a spoiler, but if, just in case you don't want to listen to it, uh, peace out. All right. <laughs> yep. Okay, so... When uh, when I went to the theatrical showing of Dark Wa- uh, Dark Water and Death in Heaven, they did the they did the interview thing, right? Yes. It was um, Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman, mm-hmm. and they were talking to Will Wheaton. Right. While they were there, Peter Capaldi mentioned that they were currently filming episode eleven. Okay. That's next episode. I believe it was episode eleven. I could be I could be remembering this wrong, but. Jenna Coleman was with Peter Capaldi. Now, <laughs> was she there filming the episode, or was she just there for the interview? That's what I don't know. She might have been just there for the interview. Uh, the episode could have something to do with um, going to the past or the pres or the past or whatever. Um, yeah, I can see her showing up again, but not necessarily as you know being revived or anything, but just. Maybe, the, which actually makes, maybe a flashback, maybe uh, just uh, going seeing her in her past. I don't know something. Which, well, now that makes me even think more into the title of the next episode. Really? Yeah. Okay. So maybe it is a spoiler. <laughs> and it's, po- it's quite possibly a spoiler. Yeah. And but I, I think I, I doubt it the way I'm thinking anyway. So. I think they were interviewing them in America as well, so there's a good chance that it's going to take place in America. Somehow. Oh, goody goody! An American doctor. Well, they, they've they've had several episodes in America before. Yeah, a few, anyways. I, I I'm not sure if it was being interviewed in America or not, but that that's what that's the impression I got. Right. Okay. Well, that's a good point. I think that combined with what I'm thinking, it's it's a possibility, but um, I also think it's a very good possibility that she was just there for an interview, you know? So Yeah, yeah, I think that's very true. And um, so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's a spoiler. I, I was just curious about it from what I remembered in the interview. That uh, that's why I was, I was not expecting her to die this no, episode. Because I, I thought wasn't she was be either more. because... Uh, what I read was basically she signed on for the season. She so she signed on for, you know, twelve episodes or something. Oh, really? So that's why I wasn't expecting it to happen. Well, she wasn't hardly in, um, for example, the woman who lived. But yeah, she's credited for that one. She's in like one scene. She's in the end. She's in the last second. So I don't know what they would do with that, but I don't, I don't know either. Well, it was good knowing you, Jenna Coleman. 
<laughs> I think it's going to be, I think these next two in- episodes are going to be very interesting because the doctor is going to be angry. He's going to be really and angry. That's gonna and that's going to make for some interesting stuff. He's going to turn into the war doctor. <laughs> <laughs> or he's going to turn into the, what's it called? The, uh, the Valyard. The Valyard. Is he going to become the Valyard? What's the rules for that one? Well, wasn't it's it already messed up. Yeah, that was supposed to happen. That was supposed to happen like between his eleventh and twelfth regenerations or something. So yeah. I don't know. But what is he technically? Which doctor is he supposed to be technically? The thirteenth. Uh. Well, he's weird. officially the tw- the twelfth doctor. Yes, he's officially, but, but he's um, technically he is the he is the fourteenth incarnation of the doctor. I think. Ooh, fourteenth. So we are way past the Valyard. Yeah. Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe they miscounted. And he's going to become the Valyard now. Which was supposed to be the evil doctor, yes? Sort of, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure in the new series they've actually mentioned the Valyard at some point, haven't they? They mentioned him at the, in, uh, I believe, the name of the doctor. Right. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out what's going on in the next couple episodes for sure. But until then, we can only guess and only imagine. Um, yeah, I'm guessing uh, Missy and, and Daleks are going to be involved. Missy and Daleks. Where's the Daleks come in? Because she was still with the Daleks when we last saw her. I guess so. So I think she's leading the Daleks now. All right, <laughs> she's the leader of the Daleks. Um, okay, so that's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can subscribe to us on everything. Podomatic, Stitcher, WordPress, iTunes, everything. Uh, give us a shout-out. Uh, give us comments, and we uh, will respond to you during the episode. Um... And by all the comments we've been res- responding to in these episodes, you you must know how much we've Obviously. been. Obviously, I think <laughs> we've commented on maybe two comments throughout this entire. <laughs> we've been doing it for almost what four years? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while. A couple comments though throughout the the time. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Um, on Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave, and I was a Time Lord this evening. I'm Andy. Who is the companion? We will catch you guys next week with the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Peace out. Peace out.